Ah, this uh, this movie, man. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I think it's probably my favorite one so far. You think so? Yep. Oh. It's the most uh. So heartwarming. It was the most less cringe one so far. <laughs> and then you read the manga and you're like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm never going to read the manga, yeah, never, so never gonna I can keep one. this as a good memory. I am Sean Peel. Hello, my name is DK. <laughs> Is it just DK? Yeah. I feel like your name is one complete thing, though. Nah. DK Lee. DK <laughs> Lee. My name's Lee. <laughs> I, I just call him Lee. DK's not cool enough. It's got to be Lee. Drift King. <laughs> Drift Donkey King. Kong. Uh, this is getting past the subtitles where we try to convince you to watch these movies. Yeah. Just, ex- just explore the world, you know? South Korea is being smarter than us in times like these. Yeah. <laughs> So you can learn a thing or two. Um, so we kind of just started this um, series with uh, anime adaptions. Yeah. What did we cover last week? Adaptations. Adaptations. We covered. Is it adaptions or adaptations? Ad- adaptions. I say adaptions. Uh, it, it, it probably is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because like, if it's adaptations, right? Then there'd have to be an e in the end. No, like. Huh? <laughs> no. I don't know. Anyways, no, no. that's a digression. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but going into English grammar school. <laughs> but yeah, so last week we did Kids on the Slope, um, and then no, we did Bakuman. My bad. Bakuman. Yeah. <laughs> we did Bakuman, so now we're doing um, Usagi Drop. Um, so just to jump into some facts that you're definitely not going to care about, came out in 2011, directed by Sabu. Sabu? Yeah. Which is kind of like a stage name, apparently, for him. Okay. Is is there like a full name of him? I think. No? I didn't write it down, so I okay. don't know it. But yeah, because I think he's like an artist as well. Oh. So Sabu is like his sort of, you know, title name. Interesting. Um, It's based on a manga that came out in 2005, um, which also got an anime adaption as well. I see. <laughs> I see. If you see the smile on his uh. face right now, like, it's not a good one. <laughs> Basically, this movie was about. You want me to explain it? You got it. You got it. It's uh, you know, it kind of reminded me of um, Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. I don't know if you ever watched that with Will Smith. And I have not, but I know it. But yeah, it, it's just kind of like that dynamic between like a father and a and child kind of thing, which kind of I think the very first uh, image that that in the movie kind of uh, reminded me of it, where like. Uh, there's the father and then there's a little child and they're kind of like walking together and then he like picks her up or something. But anyways, it's basically a story about the relationship between this guy who finds out about this. Uh, I guess she's orphaned now, right? Mm. And and she's an orphan, but she's kind of related to the guy. But the twist is that she is actually his aunt. Because <laughs> apparently his uh, his grandfather was getting busy, and, uh, and he's still in his prime, you know. Yeah, but he, but the grandfather died of un, un, unknown causes, right? 
Yeah, it it's never really said. Yeah. I mean, you can assume either old, you can really assume old age or like sickness. Yeah, but. probably old age or something like that. But apparently he dies and then she's kind of, her mother is kind of MIA and she's kind of left. Um, yeah, she's kind of left there and, and they have this funeral and um, this guy, the uh, the nephew, right? Mm. Thank you. Pre- yeah. Mm. He pretty much, um, yeah, finds her at the funeral, at this funeral service and he just kind of has this kind of uh, feeling of like kind of wanting to take care of her. And so out of a whim, he decides, I'm going to take care of her. And he goes and and, he, and that's pretty much the story of what happens, you know, with their relationship. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He's like, um, because everybody in the house, well, she's like essentially the bastard child. Yeah. Because um. Because no one, no one really wants, knew. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think anybody in the family even knew before yeah. the whole funeral or anything yeah. happened that there were, uh, the grandfather had an illegitimate child. Yep. So, and they're much, all like they're all like old. Yeah. Everyone else is old. She's like the little like yeah. six year old kid. Yeah. So. Everybody's like in that like the all the immediate family is already grown up. You know. Yeah. It's like because the grandfather is like really old he's you know 60 70 so everybody's has their family of their own yeah, everybody's like, kind of oh, grown up yeah the grandfather's children are like 40s 50s exactly and then and then the nephew which i, I mean he's uh right. pretty much like what 26 27 28 i don't think it's ever said either yeah around yeah, but, but he's, he's like, like kind of like like late, late 20s, 20s yeah or like early 30s mm. and so sort of like everybody in the family is doesn't see her as a family member. Yeah. Um, essentially. And no one wants to take care of her, basically. And so kind of like the child is getting backlash from all this. And Daikichi is like, this is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, he goes to her and he's like, this is no place for a, gr- a, a little a child to live. And, and he, he thinks he's cool by doing it. <laughs> yeah. And then he later regrets it. He's like, damn it. Why did I say I would take care <laughs> of her? What did I do? Um, and so, yeah, he takes her home and then he essentially takes, yeah, takes care of her and learns how to be a parent, um, off this whim and kind of his whole life is upside down taking care of this new child. Yeah. And so like, yeah. And I I guess it's the journey of him having to kind of make sacrifices right? in order to kind of help her grow in an environment where, you know, Mm. she can be happy. It's like, um, it's kind of like a reversed coming of age film. Yeah, you know, like you know, coming of age films are usually with high school students and sort of that area of transition into adulthood. But here, it's like it is adulthood. It, it's but more it's like, like an, it's an adult. more like a com- coming of coming of parenthood, <laughs> coming, coming of, of fatherhood, <laughs> without even like without the actual like yeah, <laughs> without traditional parenting <laughs> that journey, without an actual child of his own. Right, right. So it's a super like interesting dynamic and there's so much, so many things to, like peek into and mm. really good, like great, uh, interesting characters yeah. to see. Like even, um, Ren, who is the, um, the, the baby, the, the aunt. Yeah. The child. Yeah. It's kind of confusing if we say aunt and stuff like that, yeah, just yeah, cause yeah. like your, your expectation <laughs> of an aunt is like an older person, <laughs> but she's like a six year old kid. Yeah. She's like six. Just the, just the label is kind of, you know. Um, I mean, so like just to get names out of the way, so like Daikichi is the the nephew per se, but he's yeah. the one that takes care of her, and mm-hmm. he takes care of Ren of uh, Ren. 
Um, who's the kid? Who is the a kid? Okay. Yeah. Um, then there's Kazumi, uh, who is uh, Daikichi's sister. Yeah. Uh, his younger sister. Um, they're like Daikichi and uh, Kazumi are the youngest of like their generation, you can say. <clears throat> like, family. Of like the whole family. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> sorry. I'm alive, guys. I'm good. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, I don't like kids kind of thing, even though she's yeah. a teacher. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like kids, but she kind of works for like some kind of. Yeah, she's like, I guess a kindergarten yeah, teacher. Yeah, kindergarten or teacher something. or something like that. Yeah. And so he's, she's kind of inadvertently giving him advice and sort of helping him out. Yeah. In like the annoying, I don't like you yeah. sibling manner. Yeah. Um, Like every time they get on a call, she hangs up abruptly. Yeah. You know? He's like, what is that about? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then there's uh, a couple other characters that we'll come back to later. So like, yeah, um, Koki is the the friend of uh, Ren, a fellow yeah. classmate later. I yep. didn't get the name of the uh, the girl. The mom? I mean, the lady. Yeah, yeah. His mom. Koki's mom was... Um, I forgot. <laughs> she's just some kind of model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. like a fashion magazine or something like mm. that. Um... So, so yeah, he takes care of her and then he's like sort of dumped into this new way of life. And I like, you know, the eating the rice thing is super adorable. Eating, <laughs> oh, yeah. When she first starts making rice. Yeah. For him. He's like, there's no sides. And she's like, I'll just take rice. She'll take it. And then she starts meeting. Well, me, let's just get eating. one thing out of the way. Oh, God. The little girl is adorable. She's so freaking cute, guys. <laughs> She's like nailed the part. Dude, she, dude. she carries the movie. She's amazing. Hard. Which is like funny because I watched it and as you're watching it, it's just like she's so cute and like the dynamic is there yeah. and it's like, ah, but then I put on my analytical mind afterwards and I'm like, but did she really do anything? <laughs> and that like, you know, every, she wasn't a great actor per se. Like, no. I mean, dude, she's just a kid. Like, exactly, you just need to be a kid. <laughs> That's all you needed to do, and she did it. Well. But like all the moments that, like, you know, when there was like heartfelt moment yeah. scenes, kind of thing, it just felt like she was reading. You know, like it had to happen there in the plot, and mm. I was like, but in the moment, like it just it doesn't really hit until yeah. after, and you're like, yeah, but it's like it's adorable then. Yeah, like I think my favorite scene for sure is. When they, um, oh, when they're outside, um, at night, and then they're all like, both of them are recalling the grandfather's memories. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Daikichi's like asking him, like, do you have any memories of, yeah. of a uh, grandfather? And she's like, yeah, I have a lot. And then they kind of go through the scenes of like, you know, he used to, uh, water the flower yeah. and like run, uh, Kiko, Kiko, poo, poo. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that hit me hard. On the uh, treadmill. <laughs> On the treadmill. Maybe farting. Yeah, he's farting. And like you know everything that they mentioned, I was like, "That's that was heartfelt. That, that was like, <laughs> right in my heart, bro. Straight tears, straight tears." Um, but yeah, and there was like, I applaud this movie for, you know, the things that we talked about of like being a movie in itself. Like yeah, like it's it's taken to like somebody's hands and like they really told their story through it, that. It was good because I didn't feel like this was a manga adaptation right, right. of a film. I mean, there were certain moments where it's just kind of like, kind of a little cheeky, I guess, but mm. I think it's more of a uh, Japanese kind of uh, 
culture kind of kind yes. of uh, yeah yeah like kind of uh yeah environment it plays to very well to like you know the japanese family dynamic yeah and like you know this isn't and like this isn't an ideal situation yeah. of course and so it's you know you have like you know some things are kind of like out of tradition and like you know like how the family ha- would handle you know her certain things it's like would be like how maybe a japanese family would like Mm -hmm. even though the family wasn't like initially nice you know then they kind of dismissed her as part of the family and yeah in all fairness in japanese culture that's kind of what how would you know might be perceived with some people um so but like it stays true to those roots you know it stays true to its culture in its way and it's not like anime like it doesn't really yeah, and so too. yeah i haven't watched the anime or the manga so mm. watching this it just kind of felt pretty natural didn't right. feel like anything was like oh like this was overtly put in there because they wanted to like make it you know an yeah. homage to like the manga or something mm-hmm. like that so it did a very good job i think in that sense and but like and it does do that i mean there are definitely seeds excuse yeah, me i'm sure there are yeah yeah but it does enough to like fit within a but story. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's, we have to put this here for like, you know, yeah. Or, or it doesn't feel like exaggerated to a point where it feels like they're just doing a manga, but mm. the live action version of it. You know what I mean? Like the performances were kind of um, subtle enough and they weren't so like over exaggerated that it felt like they're, they're playing characters, mm. but they just feel more like people. Or like you know, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, there were definitely certain moments where they played around with certain kind of, like I guess, like mental states where, like you know, every time like he would be thinking, and then he like looks at the magazine, <laughs> and then like they start dancing and stuff. Like, I think that was probably a better way of doing things than kind of having that as part of the world. You know what I mean? Where like sure. it's it's in his mind, right? Essentially, that's what's happening. So I, I I give that a pass. But like imagine that was happening like real time. <laughs> yeah, like kind of like real time, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like we're like we're like, you know, like um the example that we kind of gave last week was um in Bakuman where like they start doing the paintbrush fighting. Like that that wasn't like just in their mind. Mm-hmm. It was they were trying to portray something um that's happening, I guess, uh you know, like they're trying to get their rankings up right. in in a way, you know, in a uh, vivid way. Mm. And I think that didn't work very well just because it felt way too like it didn't work for yeah. the, the medium. Right. Yeah. But here I felt like it was more subtle in that sense where you could kind of tell, OK, this is just in his mind. And like he's just in in, mm. in this weird like limbo kind of thing. <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. Daydream fantasy. Kind yeah. Of thing. And um, I guess it plays really well because it goes back to like being grounded, you know, mm. in that sense. Like, yeah. okay, he's having a daydream. Like, yeah. even it's exaggerated, but it gives it a pass. Like, yeah, it's you know, it's all in his head, kind yeah. of thing. Uh, that scene was nowhere in the anime, but like that mm. was completely like done for the story. But at the same time, like, great, you know, yeah, do yeah, that. Exactly. Like, yeah, you know, rather like, do, do that something than... that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Like, yeah, because even that, like, I mean, for me, that's probably just my biggest drawback as a scene. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like like it, but I mean, it's still, it wasn't like. It was a little too long, but at the same time, it's like, all right, you know, I get it, and it works. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, I, I enjoyed, like, the cut, like, the third time it did it. When oh. he was looking and it's, like, the music plays, it's, like, cut to the next shot. Yeah. It's, like, ooh, I dodged another bullet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do that again. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, it like, it, and again, it plays to the story because it comes back, right? Yeah. Like, that's the mother of the child. And yeah. you don't know that till you know, to the next, like, half the film. Right. So, it's, like, oh, okay. So, it, it just plays really well with the story as right. well as so it, it's intended for the film right you know yeah, I mean? yeah it's intended that's why i feel like it's kind of makes a little more sense mm. whereas like in bakuman I, it just kind of felt like it's intended for the film in the sense that like they yeah it's a montage that they're trying to do but it felt like oh i need to make this like this scene i need to kind of create it in a way where people will not be so like bored of with it mm-hmm. and it kind of feels forced right but this doesn't really feel too forced i think that's the difference it feels um i mean it just feels part of the story right like yeah. just, just like a plan within like the script mm-hmm. you can kind of say because like you know again it, it does come back so it's like you know when you know everything you put in a, in a story and like in a film should be fulfilled in some way you know it's like you know show don't tell sort of thing and so that feels like part of the story as like oh like oh she does like she's an actual character rather than like you know in Bakuman it's just a visual thing yeah. like it's just there to please people or like it's to visually show that you know yeah. they're fighting for the rankings or something like that. right right like it's not in line with the story exactly yeah. but it's just there to like make a visual representation like, rep- yeah a representation of something else I mean what other famous yeah, uh, famous favorite scenes in this in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I actually like this um scene where um it's like right after the two kids come back from their like from their little field trip mm. to the grave, and then they come back, and then everybody's um, losing their minds. Da- Daikichi is um, you know, he like starts crying, mm. and then there's like a scene where um the camera is outside the house, and the camera kind of um. It it dollies, I think, um, like towards the window, like to uh, yeah, the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it's still outside, and Daikichi is in um at the window. He's crying, and he's crying at the window. And I like that shot because it kind of shows the. It's kind of like the camera is outside, and it's kind of like us looking in mm. to the house, and like it doesn't really fully show his emotions, um, because like he's kind of guarded, and I think it it evokes that very well by using the camera. Um, outside yeah. instead of like being right in there and kind of like and being um like all up in his in his <laughs> private space but like as as outside viewer kind of looking in you can kind of it gives a more emotional impact i feel like yeah by doing that and that, i think that was really cool that scene is in my notes too oh is it <laughs> yeah i actually did love that moment too where that well like when they that was actually after oh was it after what well when they when the kids ran off to the grave, that happened after this. Moment. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That was like when they came in, and then he was he was crying about something. Yeah, she was like, well, he, um, well, he was, like, he was like, getting kind of like he was like, oh yeah, know. by the way, like you know, I'm actually not her real father. I'm just sort of taking care of her as a family member. And then she explains like, oh, but you know that remember that moment where she ran up to you and hugged you really tight? Like kids need somebody to rely on yeah, you a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
And then she sees you as that person. And then he was like, Oh, he was tearing up after. Yeah, he was like, I have to excuse myself. And then he runs off. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, like that hit me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, I have to excuse myself. And he runs to the corner and cries. Yeah. It's like, Yeah, like the shot comes outside of the house and the doll is left to find him. And it's like very, it does represent us so well because, like, you know, he excused himself to have that private moment by himself. And so we also give him that moment. Yeah, that that moment space. You know, even though we see what he does. So that's why I, I really enjoyed that shot. Yeah. And it's just like such a small moment, and like you know, like it's you know, it doesn't even linger in it. But, it's but it like, portrays it like perfectly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those kind of shots, <laughs> yeah, really kind of it stood out because it feels like so real, right? Yeah, you know, it's and like, it feels like it feels right. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, by doing that, it feels right. <laughs> so many moments <laughs> that like I was gonna, so many moments I would ball up, <laughs> like yeah. I'm going to cry. I also I like the moments um, when um, he takes. Her to um, his house, mm. and she's with the family, and like they're kind of having that oh, little yeah. happy moment where like the sister and the mother is like helping uh, mm. Rin kind of you know with her dancing and stuff, and they're like father and the son is kind of like looking at that and kind of talking about mm-hmm. you know their mother and all that stuff. That moment, yeah, when he <laughs> he comes back and like the sister is teaching her. To make that stupid face, yeah. like during the dance, yeah. So I think that'll be better. <laughs> yeah. Yo, like her body kind of freaked me out, Kazumi. She's like mad skinny, yo. Is she? I, didn't really <laughs> she, I never noticed until that scene, and like she like squats down, and her arms are super long and skinny. Oh, really? Like she touches like a foot away from her where her feet are. I'm like, you're like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> you got a weird body shape. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because, like, you know, the whole movie, she's just, like, eh, like, excuses, yeah. like, her. And he's, like, worried with the family because it's, you know, in the very beginning, the mother is part of the family to dismiss the child and, like, you know, does not encourage him to take care of her, yeah. you know, or anybody. So, like, he's letting her in the care of, like, his family that dismissed her. He's, like, uh-huh. eh, I don't know if this is going to go well. Um, but, you know, because he does that to meet. Um, the real mom, uh, which I funny about her name down, Yukari, Yukari, which, uh, funny enough, she's a mangaka. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, the threads are still there. Yeah, <laughs> there's threads everywhere. <laughs> All of our movies are and connected. You already know how busy those mangakas are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give up a child. Jeez, yeah. it's so harsh. So weird. Yeah, there's like really almost nothing bad about to say about this movie like it's i mean there are i mean there are but like like that the scene and you know when they uh when the two kids they go to the grave mm. and then they're like kind of lost and then they follow the guy yeah the guy comes out of nowhere <laughs> well he's riding a bike you know it's like i know but like he comes out and then you know that that little like moment where like oh is he a good guy or a bad guy kind of thing, <laughs> and then you later realize the dude was like the bo- the Kasumi's yeah. <laughs> boy girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend, boyfriend. Yeah. and you're just like are you serious come All on the characters man. have to be related sure does that really did did yeah. you really need to put that there like and it was like such of- a bad like reveal because I yeah. mean you if you paid attention you knew that. Kazumi was seeing somebody, yeah. but you never saw his face. No, and then like it was like some weird. Uh, that just kind of felt cheap. Yeah, you know it, it mean, was like, like it didn't yeah. feel. It was a cheap reveal, and like, yeah. oh yeah, sure, fine, he's her boyfriend. Like, yeah, but it and just that's why felt, they're okay. It just felt way too uh, coincidental. 
Mm. Like it, it felt like too planned. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like. Well, like I, I guess I get it in the sense that the movie needed conflict. Yeah. You know, I mean, there there was really no. I mean, I, I area, think like, I think that was conflict enough where they they left. You know, they were gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was enough conflict. They didn't need to kind of put this other element of like. Oh, there's a scary dude who might like <laughs> kidnap these little kids or something like that. You think that's just better to like be eluded? Like yeah. you could as- like they've gone missing. Like you could just assume, oh my god, they may be kidnapped, or oh my god, yeah, they yeah. may, rather than like show it. Yeah, I know? mean, like I think they could have just cu- cut to the graveyard scene. Mm. And it could have still worked. Well, I think it would have been fine if like cut the guy out altogether. Like yeah, just exactly. show them wondering and then like exactly. going off by exactly. themselves and like that brings suspense enough for you. Yeah. Like. They're traveling alone. Oh my god! And then, and then you just kind of, you're just kind of wondering where they went, and then sure. you, the reveal of the, you know, the graveyard and the tombstone and stuff. Mm. Yeah. I didn't what did you think about that scene with the graveyard and the tombstone, with the kids <laughs> acting? Um, I, I mean, I thought it was okay. I didn't like dismiss it. I mean, it's just like again, like the kids, you know, it's like yeah, it's just kids. As you watch it, like in the moment of the movie, it's like. Oh, like you know, it just you don't really criticize criticize yeah, really in criticize any way. Like even even when it's just themselves, like there's not an actual actor in the scene with them. Yeah. But like you're just with there with the characters, and like you've developed that relationship already. So yeah. it's like, oh, this is like such a like cute, powerful, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. you understand like the backstory of like yeah, yeah. even um Koki and them. So it's like sure, but going back and you look at it, it's yeah, like it's a little he's weak. just reading lines, yeah. you know, and like he just bursts out into tears. Yeah. Like okay, but but yeah, like when you're watching it, you don't really think about that. But yeah, yeah, which I think that's all that matters. Because yeah. even my second time watching it, I didn't. Right, right. You you give it a pass just because it's kind of yeah. Yeah, that's not what's important, right? Mm-hmm. I guess in that moment, so. just let it happen. You just sweep it under yeah. the rug, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, you you get. I guess you tend to give you know children a pass more. Right, right, <laughs> right? right, right. Like if it was like a an adult who was doing that scene, mm, if no they way. read it like that, you'd just be like, no. Or even like like the age of like, I don't know, maybe twelve. Yeah, because I think you know why. I think it's because younger kids, mm. it they're more um like. They're harder to uh, expect. Like, they're more unexpecting. You know, like, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. way that they react and the way that they act mm. in certain situations, it varies so much, like, kid to kid. Yeah. So that it it still makes sense that they a child could be this kind of way, you know? Yeah. So I think that's why it, you, it's more believable. Whereas most of the time, when a more, you know, older person, even, like, an older child... Mm. They're more, um, you know, kind of, it, it becomes a little more specific yeah. as they get older. And I think that's why. Yeah, it's like, I guess, because those age, you more expect them to be like sort of acting in a certain kind of way. Yeah, like a black and white kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. it's sort of like one way or another. Not that, that they don't have like emotional empathy but, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, but just like the way that their attitude or they speak or like emotions are just kind of like one thing or the another yeah. and it's not like you well, when know, you're younger i think you know like the sporadic emotions are more sure prevalent sure. Mm-hmm. in in kids that's something that you can accept better yeah you know so yeah i think it, it just all comes with how you like portray those kids mm-hmm. you know like i think doing it that way with those kids is fine you know but, like if you expect anymore try to get a kid to play yeah something that 
that is out of their age range, you could say, would be different story, you know? Like if you had a six year old trying to play like an eleven year old yeah. sort of attitude, you'd be like, All right, come on, this is like over the top acting, so to speak. But uh yeah, I mean, other than that, besides the kids and then like the daydream scenes <laughs> <laughs> I think is like the only like biggest critiques I had. Yeah, I think so for me too. And maybe the, the boyfriend thing did boyfriend seem a little thing. cheap, yeah. but even that really, I mean, for me, I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I was like just like, it. okay. I yeah, I was, I was like, okay, why? Why not? <laughs> I was just kind of like, when you see him later on at, at that play, mm-hmm. where you're like, you're, you see him with the girlfriend, you're just yeah. like, come on, man, you didn't need <laughs> they that. They saved it for like the last of the last. Like, yeah, like, was, like, <laughs> a, like even, even that moment, like, you know, where the graveyard and all that, like where he finds the kids mm. and he takes them to the to the uh, graveyard, the tombstone. All of that could have been just fine. But like because of that reveal at the end, it's, I feel like it just cheapened everything. You know, like it was just he could have like, just been like a random dude. Mm. And that would have just made I think it would have made me feel a little more at ease with it. <laughs> but just like. They're like, oh, let's just stick it in there. <laughs> well, I mean, it's de- it's definitely planned because I I'm sure you know when like, um, Kasumi and then the boyfriend like they're laying on the bed together, but you never yeah, see yeah, his face. Yeah. So yeah. definitely they planned it beforehand, but I f- just feel like it's not a great kind of reveal. <laughs> it wasn't a good plan. <laughs> yeah, it, it just kind of felt like cheap, like I said. But that's just me. That's just my opinion. But no one cares about your opinion, Lee. It's okay. <laughs> it's all that matters, actually. No, 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 no. This is my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> my opinions matter. Um, that was like all of the memorable scenes I put. Like my last memorable scene is when he excuses himself to cry. Yeah. Um, what did you think about like the relationship between him and the other mother? Oh, the uh, Koki's mother. Koki's mom. Um, I liked it. Up until the point where he started <laughs> trying to kiss her. Really? <laughs> yeah. Elaborate. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's it's just kind of very natural kind of uh, relationship, I feel like. Mm. When, like, when you... I, I This isn't my imagination because I don't have kids yet. But, like, if, if I imagine, like, you know, like, you know, like... Tiger moms and stuff like that, where like you know they <laughs> once you're at a certain age and once you have kids, like you talk about pretty much just kids. Like that's all the the only thing that you kind of talk about, and like that's kind of like your world. And so I think it was kind of cool how um, Koki's mom helped him kind of assimilate into that mm. kind of world where like you know he didn't even know how to take care of her when she was sick, so like he helped, yeah. she helped her and all of that, and kind of they. The children are friends, so they become friends. Like, that's kind of, like, an ideal thing that happens when, yeah. you know, like, parents, you know, have kids and, like, they go to school. Like, that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. And so stuff like that kind of felt very natural and kind of... Yeah, it felt like, a, I guess, one of those movie moments of, like, oh, this kind of has to allude to it was romantic. too obvious. But yeah, right, <laughs> because... Because, I mean, even start even from the beginning from the fashion magazine. Right, like, yeah. oh, he obviously, obviously has a thing for her, yeah. you know. And then when she's in she's just like, oh, obviously. But, like, I guess in a way that it doesn't <laughs> escalate to a romantic relationship. Mm. till like, oh, my God, we poured our hearts out to each other. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, that's whatever. But the dynamic between them as, like, these 
close parents, friends sort yeah. of thing. And that dynamic really plays well. Um, and that's like one of the biggest, it's, uh, it's kind of the same in the anime and manga as well. Oh. The, and the they never get together. They never get together. Uh, actually, that made me mad. Not really? <laughs> I was like, but I wept <laughs> But he gets with uh, Rin? <laughs> oh my goodness. You don't have to say it now. This is manga, like, bro. <laughs> You just we uh, have an audience. You have to say that to the end. No, but <laughs> this is unacceptable. Mean. Anyway, but like, yeah, like, and so when so I knew that they weren't gonna get together because mm. I had watched the anime and I was like, oh man. But the I think the movie did handle better that this more of a relationship that they are parents of like you know kids parents yeah. so like yeah. that sort of dynamic. Um, well and I really like the dynam- dynamic between him and the his coworkers. Yeah, yeah. On. I was gonna get the parents to that. like his his. Uh, I love like just how he like he just goes through this whole change of even with the people he talks to because like you know he he re- like ha- the first half of the movie is him adjusting his life. Yeah. You know, like he finds out that he can't work this full time job that he's doing. As like the sort of supervisor, it's too much work. Yeah, he's like doing OT, and he's like has to run to the daycare, and like you know, it's too far, and like you basically can't live like a bachelor anymore. Yeah, and so then he steps down to work a job where he can't do OT, pretty much. Um, and then he's introduced to all these new coworkers, and like he knows somebody in the the girl that also has a child, and yeah. they have lunch together. Um, and so like he's introduced to these new people, and like you know, he bonds with them. Because he has a child now, so like he's just introduced to this whole new like dynamics group of people, group who of people and like all have children <laughs> and all are kind of in the same position. Right? Exactly, yeah. And so, like you know, they look like thugs at first, yeah. and they're like looking at them all serious, <laughs> and then like a couple of shots later, they're going through like sharing yeah. pictures of their daughters. <laughs> Go, and then they're like, all they do is argue about in, like in, who's the cutest. In uh, Korean, there's a a word mm. where that you call. Um, fathers mm. who are in love with their daughters. And it's called tar babo. It means mm. um, like you're stupid for your for your daughter. Like, oh, you, you're like only in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> what is the word? Tar babo. Tar babo. Tar means daughter and babo means stupid. Gotcha. Oh, so like, okay, okay. Uh, like you, you're so you love your daughter so much that you do stupid things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, you know. <laughs> you Koreans. So and then at the end, you know, like where they like. The phone, like yeah, you see shot. My, my, who's prettier, <laughs> who's cuter, and he's like cuter. raises it up to the screen. Yeah, the good ending, I think that was like a nice. That ending. was a smart ending. Yeah, it. I was kind of curious on how they were gonna end it because I was like, mm, they're just missing so much, and it just like it just closes the book on the story kind of thing. Even though you know, like there's just so much more to go yeah. on, but it felt like it picked a pretty good resting point within it to, to kind of end to close that chapter of like you mm-hmm. know, so. You know, I, I actually, you know, going back to uh, you said the favorite scene. Mm. There's the scene that I really liked was the scene where um, Taikichi is like considering adoption, right? Uh, yeah. And Taikichi asks Rin, um, "Hey, w- you know, w- what do you think of um, changing your last name to uh, my last name?" Right? Mm. I, I forget what what was his last name. Like uh, I forgot too. Something Sa Sawa Sa something. Something like yeah. That. Anyways. Yeah. And then Rin is like, no, I want to keep my keep my own last name. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want, I want to be, you know, Rin Kaga, I think. Something yeah, I think like it was Kaga. And then, and and he's like, he's why? like, he's like <laughs> yeah. 
And she, yeah. And, she's and then like, she's like, I, I want to be me and I want you to be you. And I, I really like that scene. Yeah. It's funny. It's like that conversation, like that idea happens before. And then like the actual conversation happens kind of casually before going to school. Yeah. It's like, you know, maybe that's like a big sort of like dinner conversation, mm-hmm. but it's just casually like going to school and it just, yeah. it's a nonchalant thing, but it, it just has so much of a weird impact yeah. in that moment. I really like it because it, it like, it's really interesting how it depicts, like, children very well, I think, in that, right. like, a lot of times you think children are kind of, like, dumb or, like, they don't know anything. But, like, there are so many times when children say really profound things and really, like, mm. like deep things. Yeah. And I think this is, like, a moment where it's, like, she's saying something really deep and she might not even fully understand what she's saying. Yeah. But, like, I think the implications of what that is is very kind of um, deep and profound. And I think I really like that scene where, because she's just like, oh, no, I just, I just like <laughs> this. And I want you to be like, you know, who you are. Yeah. But then, you know, as an adult kind of looking at that, it's kind of very profound. So it's I like really like that scene. That expectation of kids to sort of go along with things, mm-hmm. you know, like, but Ren, Ren takes a very independent approach to herself yeah, in that right? place. And it's just like, oh man, like, she just feels like a person. Like, yeah, you know, like just she's willing to kind of be herself, even in the moment of where, like, she might feel like mm. she needs somebody, right? And, like, she's at an age where she's most vulnerable, and she's at an age where, like, you kind of need a parent. But even then, like, there's this glim- glimmer of, like, independence where mm. she's kind of okay with, you know, being herself and being alone, kind right. of, in a certain sense. It's a special thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much like covered a lot. What did you think about the scene? Uh, Sorry, Uh, the moment where he goes, I think, to the father's house or the mother's house, and he uh, somebody introduces him to um the uh, adopter. Oh yeah, I think it was like his uncle or like his cousin. Yeah, somebody, and then um yeah, and then the woman from the uh the the taking care yeah social services comes and like. She pretty much scolds him, right, in the car and stuff, because he doesn't want to, like, you know, give up um, Rin. Mm. <laughs> what do you think about that scene? Um, I guess nothing particular. Like, it, it was just drama, and he's just like, I want to yeah. keep her. I mean, it was funny when, like, <laughs> she walks out of the car. She just and, like, leaves the car. <laughs> like, in the middle of nowhere, and then they're both standing there for a minute. Yeah, the car just stands there. She's just kind of, she's just like kind of, out. she's walking and then she stops. They both like let out steam. Yeah. And then it's and like the car comes up and then she just gets back in the car. It's just like, it, it, I guess it's like the same with. I feel like that's so Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's in the way it's like the same dynamic as like with the daydream. Like it just goes into like these sort of like unrealistic like mm. events. Like they just have this intense argument and then she like gets out of the car like just super over dramatic. But then it just goes back to like a reality check yeah. and like grounded. Like he like in the, the third time of, you know, he daydreams and it's like just cuts the next shot. Yeah. Same way of like she starts walking and then like they both stop. They're like, oh, and wait, like she's definitely the train <laughs> stop is actually pretty far away. Let me uh, ride this car. <laughs> you know, it's just like I'm not going to you know, it's like I'm not actually going to be rude and, yeah. and made her make her walk. But just well, like, she just got off probably. Right, right, right. She was angry. And then he's like. Yeah, you probably want to get back in this car. <laughs> but then slowly drives yeah. up and like gets to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it just felt like a reality check in the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. She she was there to 
you know, I mean, there's there's that like elephant in the room kind of thing. Like the underlying question is like, how long are you going to keep this up? Like, how long are you going to play father for this child and like whatever sort of thing? Like, you know, the family is still um, a factor in the film. You know, the, everybody knows that he's taking care of her. And so it's like, who is going to like step up or like, you know, question him sort of thing. Yeah, I think if anything, something that might have been kind of weak in this movie mm. you know, might have been kind of like his, I guess, obstacles. Because like, I, I feel like in a certain sense, from the very beginning, he's already like so willing right. to kind of give up everything pretty much, right? Like he's okay with like, there's not really a big, big struggle in like how him changing into a new job like affects his own life. Like he was already pretty much like there's nothing ab- about his own life that he really, really it felt like a big sacrifice in a, in the sense that like sure. it's not like he had a girlfriend or anything, or like it's not like he had this big like thing where like he had this like social life that was so big that he had to give up because of the child or something like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like everything was already kind of in place for him to kind of be already accepting this child like of course like you know him working and he, him having to get a new job that's sure. a big sacrifice but like the way I it handles like, it yeah the way that it's handled kind of felt so smooth yeah where like there's it, no there was no drawbacks yeah really like either from yeah it, you know even yeah right because even taking that new job it's not like he had to move to a different house exactly. like a smaller place mm-hmm. nothing like that so it just kind of felt a little weak in that sense where like i feel like the conflict there could have been kind of magnified a little bit more where you really he really kind of feels like oh like wow this i really need to give up something big here like to really you know be able to take care of a child i feel like that was a little bit weak it was still fine it was still okay watching it but like looking back i felt like that could have been kind of magnified a little bit more to kind of um create the stakes and make it a little bit higher yeah i kind of like had a like a kind of like a thought of like that before um but it makes so much sense like pointing it out that like yeah because i mean sort of like the life that he had before then he's just kind of like he's just a simpler simple uh bachelor he's a, yeah he's a simple dude and okay, like a good job there's but like nothing, nothing yeah. there that like he's already there's nothing that he needs to give up really right yeah like she could live there comfortably essentially yeah. like and that's kind of what happens there's, yeah he doesn't have a huge stake, like a personal. Yeah. It's not like his it. girlfriend leaves him because of this child right. or anything like that. Like, there's nothing there that really kind of mm-hmm. draws that kind of like conflict. I feel like, yeah. But like, because it's funny, because the in the way that the character, the the situation he's, he's in, is like it's an easy, it's a fairly smooth transition mm. to like pick up a daughter. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's a funny way to say it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it brings up like all the potential conflicts that yeah. could happen like sure he doesn't have a current girlfriend to give up but it tackles like what am i had, yeah, yeah can i even get a girlfriend yeah. like with a daughter like who's gonna find right, like right. me being a single father like attractive and, like, so it would have been cool maybe if they added that in somehow right mm-hmm. like we've actually weaved it in instead of just talking about it right right um but i guess that's like it just goes with the story of it's less about um him yeah it's less about him and it's more of like just it's more of them together and like 
and like even further than that, but like you know, hidden like adjusting to this new life with her and like uh, adding on these relationships and like yeah. having these different things. So it's like it's a weird thing of not a huge stake film, but it just takes its focus elsewhere mm-hmm. that maybe may not be as. And that's why I feel like that whole conflict scene with like them having to walk away sort of thing is there because you kind of in like a film like you have to have this sort of tension like yeah. this sort of like climax but i felt like that moment. was a weaker way of doing it i just you know. right right but like you know like because like something's got to be there was never once a moment where i thought that he was gonna like get rid of her mm. there's never a moment where i felt like yeah. he's gonna get rid of her you know what i mean but it, imagine though there was a moment where he kind of really got annoyed at the girl that at, at the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that, and then adding that scene mm-hmm. where the social service person comes, they might have made that scene more impactful. You know what right, I mean? Where right. like he's already in that state of mind. Right. He's already in that state of mind of like, man, maybe I should really get rid of this girl, right? Right. And then if that scene happened, it would have made it more kind of. Yeah, he's got oh, an dang. out. Yeah, yeah, he has an out now, and so like it might make it more impactful. But I feel like they kind of lost that opportunity by not really yeah. effectively. I mean, I mean, technically they could have because like if you spun the like she wets her bed. Yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. Like maybe if you spun that in that kind of situation. Right. Even um, then, the like shirt. he's so okay with it. He's <laughs> yeah. always like he's more yeah, caring for her. Yeah. I mean, I that's great. I I, I think he's a great person. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was made to be a dad. Yeah, exactly. Which is like which is great, and then I and like. I love seeing him being that way, mm. but as a movie where like you know you kind of expect certain things to happen in a certain way, it just kind of you know. Yeah, you know, thinking about this, like, is there sort of, is there like a reason that he is that way as a character? He's just a good dude, <laughs> right? Like exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's From no the like, he's yeah. just a good dude. Like, there's no backstory there's no like underlying principle there's yeah. no like you know that's just, just him. saw a kid he's just, he's just so like, bad for her and he's just gonna take care of her yeah. man they're like because uh, i feel like i have to go watch the anime again or like read the manga again to see if there is but maybe because there might have been something that he had shared with the grandfather mm. that, uh, that basically spurred him on yeah into, that attracts her mm-hmm. like you know that he can co- relate to her in some yeah. sort of way or like had this relationship with his grandfather mm-hmm. that he kind of like okay now that he's gone um it's his turn it's sort of like take yeah because yeah. like in the very beginning right like everybody is like everybody's shocked and like it's scared that he looks exactly like, yeah, like his grandfather like, yeah you know it's like us like apparently it's like super like he looks exactly like, like his father <laughs> like everyone comments Whoa, on like grabs his face yeah so I think that's like that is the reason that is there, but that's basically like if that is the case, like that's thrown away from the movie. That's entirely. really weak. Yeah, it's, it's a weak like, kind of. You don't even really think about it after like that mm. two seconds that's there. But yeah, so it's like it doesn't. We don't have a a justice to why yeah. um, he is that Dagiji. Because you know, a lot of times father. when you when you're watching a film, you're expecting a certain kind of arc, right? Where yeah, like yeah. a character, especially like a, in a movie like this, where really about characters like you're expecting like him in the beginning he's kind of this way mm. at the end kind of he changes usually that's kind of how uh, a film goes and i'm and like obviously it doesn't have to you know do that sure but it's just like he's 
pretty much the same from the beginning to the end where like he's always always this good dude yeah who's trying to help this girl out as best as possible and it's just and like the movie it yeah it's it doesn't do like a traditional arc mm-hmm. in that way or like yeah. a, a traditional character study per se yeah. but it's more of like we're introduced to this guy who has empathy for this younger child and then the entire movie the rest of the movie is like external obstacles being thrown yeah, at him right, and right. then him just like managing those man yeah, yeah exactly pretty much yeah like oh my god i got this job i can't do this job now how am i gonna which I'm, it? I'm not saying that's a bad thing or right. a good thing i'm just saying that it is what it is and i'm just pointing that out but yeah i just feel like from a point of view of when you're watching something and a lot of times you know you want certain kind of conflicts to be resolved sure. i feel like that wasn't really big in this movie mm-hmm. so i guess it's what it is it's like it's depth like the movie lacks a certain depth mm, to it right? right like it's just sort of coasting is, kind of like yeah 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 a certain kind of wave that's already there it's just like a pleasure like a surface level yeah. pleasure and like it does that really well but like you can't really cut too deep and i think it. a lot of kind of like slice of life kind of mangas or like films kind yeah, of do yeah. that where it's pretty much not too um heavy on conflict but mm. it's just kind of showing you how they live and kind of <laughs> like that kind of like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that world or like that mm-hmm. moment and that so that, yeah interesting dynamic interesting yeah. way um yeah even for like it's such a weird thing even for like an anime adapt adaption yeah, thinking, yeah. you know uh, to do something like this but because like i guess that's something that you'd find in anime too like sometimes it's not very cut too deep it's like this mm. is something that the movie is replicant of yeah but at the same time, it does, like, enough to be its own thing and, like, really succeed as a movie. Mm. Um, I think this this movie, I, I, I mean, I, I can't really talk about the manga right, right. because I haven't watched it or read it. But I think it does a really good job of kind of walking that line mm. of, like, you know, kind of allowing the material to be there, but still kind of doing its own thing and yeah. kind of moving its own way i mean you could like easily you can just watch this movie and never know it's an anime yeah i I probably wouldn't have known yeah and be like oh wow this was a really solid movie you know um i mean just some like i can jump into some differences like i mean i don't remember like episode by episode scene by scene i know like the wedding in the bed scene is still there that was in the anime like, it's funny because the anime is sort of like, it is a slice of life. So, like, every episode is like a different day kind of oh. thing. You know, it's like a different, like, topics. Like, the whole wedding to bed was a whole episode. Oh. And, like, that was a drama in itself. And then, like, the mother in- introduced, like, Koki. And that's, like, a whole thing, okay. you know? So, it's like, it right, right, it mixes right. it into the movie. But it, the movie does a great job of, like, weaving through yeah. it. And then putting it as, like, a singular story. Yeah. Rather than, like, bite-sized chunks, you can say. Um, But, like... I mean, there were some characters that were missing. So, Kazumi replaced somebody. Oh. So, you remember in the funeral, there was that other little girl that was running around. Yeah. And was like, she's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. That was, she's like a really prevalent character in the anime. Oh. Her and her mother. So, like, one of the other younger cousins. She's like a mom. And then she is basically the one that's helping out Daikichi oh. as a parent. Because she is a mom. Rather than Kazumi. Okay. So I don't even think Kazumi was really in the anime I see, I as see. much. Um, so, it, but it played to more of like the anime is very lighthearted and like kind of like fluffy. So, so like that adds to that okay. element. Um, I stay same with like 
the other mom, uh, Koki's mom, still being there, and like, there's a sort of like, is she still a fashion model? I think so. I think so. And there's still like that dynamic of like, kind of love, kind of like like her, and like she likes me, but we're both parents, and yeah. nah, <laughs> yeah, this will be kind of weird if we, <laughs> you know, got. Together. It's not even that. Like that's why I'm so mad. Like if it wanted to like fruitate, like bring into fruition, like then that's cool. Imagine, but, but imagine it just though. They get together and their kids get together. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's already weird enough that the manga is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But that was like a big thing, too. That was like, because like the kids when they're in high school oh, they in like the manga. Other? Well, like Koki likes her. Oh. But then, but you know, but it's like, but the parents by that time had already okay, like okay. accepted that the fact, but that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the just, dynamics just get weirder and weirder. And you just too much fall to into juggle. the rabbit hole. And so... You want to get to that that elephant in the room? So the trivia. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish my notes before we get to this. Go for it. Um, I have, like, none. Basically, yeah, they replace the character. Um, so when we get to Death Note... So Daikichi is played by Kenichi Matsuyama, who's a really great actor. I'm a big fan of him. He's the main character, right? The yeah. main, the, the father figure? He's the father figure. He's really good. Daikichi. He's really cool. He's really good. And um, he's in Death Note? He's in Death Note. He plays like L or Light. I don't know which one, oh. but he's one of those two. I, yeah, I liked him as an actor. He was, kind of, he was interesting. He's really good. He, he always plays like these. It's funny seeing him in, in this movie. Because he's always playing these quirky, weird characters. Like he, oh, really? Yeah. Like L <laughs> or something like Pretty that? much. Yeah, yeah. He's always like takes on these oddball roles. Oh. And then like seeing him as like a regular like stand-up, like heartfelt guy. Like, is this the same dude? I kind of feel for him though. Like, like watching him. Yeah. But he know that. He was, he was really cool. Mm. And then the girl ran and she's like, she's mad adorable. Mm. She's apparently like really popular in I Japan. Know. I think right now as well. Mm. She has like so many accolades and like wow. she's been like all over media and like. How old is she now? Uh, she's probably like. Teens. If not 18, then like a little less. Mm. But I think she was six at the time of this movie being. Wow. Re- when this re- was okay. it? 2010? 2010 or 11. So. so nine years. Yeah. So 15. 15. She's still pretty young. Time passed. Um, it's funny. Yeah, I didn't see a recent picture of her either, so maybe she's not doing anything now. Who knows? Um, okay, fine. Let's go there. <laughs> Which you haven't even read it, so like, why are you... I found out and I was just like, oh, of course they would go there. <laughs> Never reading comments ever Japanese, again. Uh, you Japs. They had to throw in a, a romantic thing. Like, they had to throw it in. Right? It was going so well. And... So in the manga... Um, it's pretty much like the same for the most part. The anime takes it up to like the main arcs essentially, but the manga has like, I guess you could say like a closing arc, uh, basically where Ren, (laughs) stop laughing. (laughs) 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 So Ren like is in high school when everybody's in high school, Daikiji's like 10 years old, he's like in his forties or whatever. Um, and still, like he's 40 years old, man. Come on. Like late 30s, 40s, exactly. you know, somewhere in there. Uh, <laughs> he's becoming his father, he's, or his grandfather. <laughs> he's a little skinnier. He's got some like, you know, he's, literally, he's, 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 you know, like in the in the film, he looks exactly like his grandfather. 
and so um so it's like this it just turns into like this sort of high schoolish slice of life and then there's like this whole like the biggest drama in that arc is between Koki and Ren and like them kind of wanting to be together and like is it gonna work out but then it's like oh I just see you as a friend and we're best friends but I have feelings for Daikichi and then like Daikichi doesn't want to accept it. it's like this can't be real and then and then they're like, is it okay? And then they're like, but we're not really father and daughter. And then it ends in a note that's <sighs> like, yeah, we can we can tackle this love relationship. No. Then, <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't tackle this love relationship. And then I took the book over my stove. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it disappear into ashes and <laughs> ashes. Ah. Uh. I don't know. What do you let? I mean, I'm perfectly stained. Let's like, let's uh calm down a bit and actually just talk about this because what do you think of, about that? Like, do you it's wrong? Like, do you think it was like, like going I, past like whether it's right or wrong? Like about whatever we think about it. Like, mm-hmm. do you think it was a good way to kind of move the story forward, or do you negative. think that is <laughs> negative? I think that if you wanted, first of all, if you wanted to. Re- a romantic relationship you had every like cue to go there with Koki's mom and mm. like sure if like that dynamic between even Koki and Ren is there then like you could just been fine we're best friends we don't have to be together yeah it's just it, it's just weird like it because it, in a way it felt like you want you read the whole thing and then you're like oh this is a great story and then the latter act kind of well, dismantles everything it that. dismantles everything but then at the same time it's like this is where we were going to take it to. Like, uh. it feels a little intentional, you know? Or it feels like we were done with the initial arc, but then we had to make more. And then, like, this, where is where, this is where we went with it, you know? And it just... Yeah, because I feel like, you know, the great part about this film is the fact that, you know, it's... They're pretty much, like... In a certain sense, they're, they're nobody, like, mm. to each other, right? But then he still is able to kind of you know, bring her in, in, in his shelter, right? And kind of right. take care of her. And, like, it's such a, I feel like, a great story of kind of this kind of, you know, paternal, like, platonic love. Mm. But then, like, by pushing it in that direction, it kind of um, takes away from everything that just kind of happened in that right. way, right? It kind of weakens that. I feel like that's just not the best way to go about it. Yeah, it's like a skeletons in the closet thing. I mean, it just felt like <clears throat> in an in intentional way of like, oh, this manga actually just turned out to be like a dark side of Japan yeah. thing, you know? Like just right. the weird like Japanese dynamics of like incest or like that kind of romance and that the things that you do see in fiction and manga in that kind of area. But then it just does such a great job at doing the, the, other, child, thing. the yeah. other things that you love. Yeah. And then when you figure out what it ended up to be, you're like, you feel why? Like, yeah. Exactly. How did, how did you make such a great story and then have the intention of effing it up at the end? Like, yeah. why would you, ah, why man. would you take it to this? I didn't road? even read it and I can already <laughs> feel the annoyance. You know? That's why, that's why the anime only goes up to when they're kids. And that's why the movie does the same. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody's just like, nah, man, yeah. this is not, this is not it. Anyways, that is the big plot twist of this. <laughs> Whoever the artist is, I forever hate you. <laughs> forever hate you. You ruined me 
you've hurt me. Well, yeah, this just watch the movie. It's actually not bad. <laughs> actually, yeah, the movie's really good though. Yeah. Would you recommend this league? Would you? Yeah, I would actually. It's it's it's. it's it was surprising. It was my favorite out of the three that we've watched so mm-hmm. far. So it's um, I would recommend it to anybody. Really, I think it's the easiest thing to watch. Yeah, it's the easiest recommendation to watch. Probably um, not the manga though. <laughs> no, just the movie. Just the movie. It's a pleasant experience and like. It's just a really great. It vibe makes you feel good. Through. Like it's, yeah. it gives you good vibes. You know, yeah. I mean? like where, yeah. Even to like you know the things that we say to like, kind of bashing a little bit on the suspense areas or like the way that they do have conflict, but like as you're going through it, you have like this relationship with them. Yeah. So much that like you are invested into those right, conflicts. Right. Like the dynamic between the you know Daikichi and Rin is good. Yeah. So that everything else, it doesn't feel like even if there's little flaws there. It doesn't. It's not that big of a deal in a sense. And right, right. It's not a deal. Like, I'm, I'm just nitpicking. But, yeah. but when, I, when you, when you watch it, you know their relationship feels genuine and like the moments like feel good. Mm-hmm. And so like it feels, you know, it's good to watch. Yeah. So, so is this the barley? This is a. It's not the highest bar. <laughs> but, but yeah, we can put this as the bar. This is a good bar. I mean, for what we watch, this is definitely yeah, the bar. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a solid middle ground. I think. <laughs> like there, I'm sure there are films that can go above and beyond this. For sure. And everything else were be was below it. So it's just lacking. The only thing that I, it's lacking that depth. You right. know, like that's that's really it. I think like, at, like it accomplishes the bare minimum. You know, and it does a good job at that, and it, it plays to a good like surface level mm-hmm. like pleasant experience. But it is just lacking that depth and like that sort of emotionality and yeah. sort of just sort of like that deeper level and like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So, but other than that, it it does a good job with anything else. But like again, it's like just make the story your own and and really play to cinema. And as, I think it did a pretty good job of that. So right. So props. And like, if you watch the anime, you'll find the things that are similar, and you'll be like. I like those callbacks, you know, and like you'll find that like it still kept the same tone in it, you know, like you said, like keeps it, it, it keeps that spirit of it. So, and um, good job, Sabu. Cool. Two thumbs up for you, bro. <laughs> so, what are we watching next week, Lee? Uh, what is the next adventure? Will it surpass the bar? <laughs> so you did yours, and it's mine now. Right? It's yours, yeah. Yeah. So the next one is uh, Rooney Kenjin, the very first one. First one. Don't watch the other two and the new one that's coming out. When is that coming out? I think in like June or like sometime in gotcha. the summertime, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's a big maybe. <laughs> yeah. The world falling apart. We'll watch the very first one. We'll, we'll watch the very first one. You have all the freedom to watch the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch it all. It's actually, I, I, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I will be the judge of that. Yeah. Have nev- I have, I'll be like new territory. You've never um, read or watched. I know zip nada about the series at all. Okay, so, so you'll be a very good uh, litmus test for. The uh, only thing I know is that like the actors from Kids from the Slope. Oh, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. That's it. You mean from Bakuman? I am Bakuman. Oh, Bakuman. Oh, was Bakuman that word? Yeah, it was oh, okay, Bakuman. Gotcha, gotcha. Where he's the um, the drawer. Mm, mm, mm. And the and the other other kid is um, the other antagonist, but I don't think he's in the first one. Oh, okay. If it's good, I'll watch it a second. If it's not, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you like um kind of like samurai kind of thing? I mean, I do. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a try. You know, I watched the trailer. Looked pretty good. Yeah. You know, so 
to hopefully keep my interest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're definitely it, it does kind of play to a lot of the uh, anime kind of tropes, mm. but it looked really actiony. It, it is it looked pretty, pretty actiony. Action-y. Like initially, I thought it was. I I really honest for some reason I thought it was a bit more drama-y, like a more mm. of a historical drama-y. But no, then I watched the trailer action. and I was like, this seems more Hollywood. Yeah, and, and <laughs> the action's actually surprisingly not bad mm. compared to like a lot of the other Full Metal Alchemist? Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't talk about it. <laughs> Forbidden stuff, don't stop it. <laughs> but yeah, next one is that. Ryoni Kenshin. Uh, thank you guys for listening again. See you next week. Peace.